sit back and relax. This is a special edition of the Post America Podcast. The 2015 Year in Review. The good, the bad, and everything in between. Post America Live Podcast. We're back. This is the last one of the year for 2015. Last podcast. We're doing this. On the last day of the year, with can't believe about an hour before uh, you know before the countdown or whatever. Yeah, hour and change. This it's, is crazy, man. It's a little noisy year. here, so forgive us. You know, we fast break out of the little spot right in Times Square. We're hustled right in the corner, and we got uh, you know some people passing by, so you might hear some crap. You may hear some noises, yeah, some yeah. interference. But what better to talk about than the whole year in review? We could talk about music from 2015, movies. From 2015 Politics Yeah whatever Who died in 2015 Anybody famous Oh who died Oh who's that uh, Somebody died I don't Yeah know. some uh, Fast and Furious Or was that a long time ago That guy I think that was 2014 ah, damn it. Come on somebody died already been a good one <laughs> Who Chris Come on I'm Put sure some up. people died Fill in the blanks You know Alright maybe uh, I forgot who died <laughs> Oh wait a minute Uh, The guy for, that was in Uh the Godfather Didn't he die One of those guys Just recently One of the mafia guys He's always playing Mafia role Which one is that oh, He's got a voice Like a deep voice Oh Abe uh, Abe Bagata Bagata Bagoda Abe Bagoda Did he die recently yeah. I think he died in uh, Chris come on Tell us I think, us. Yeah, I think like he died In the beginning of 2015 Alright we got one baby We got one Alright How about uh, You know Bo Biden He died He died this year Bo Biden died huh Yeah but he was like a famous Who's guy. Who's Bo Biden? He was uh, <laughs> yeah, Biden's son. Uh, your oh, vice really? president's vice son. Son. The uh, reason I'm why he's not running uh-huh. this year. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or whatever. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Poor guy. Joe Biden. Biden. Yeah, he's a good, good dude. And he got the, Who else? Brain cancer. Who else, Chris? Tell us. Chris is looking at his computer. He put it up on oh, the uh, Jumbotron. The, the cheat sheet. What do you got? Oh, it says here that uh, Bobby Christina Brown died this year. Bobby, Bobby Brown. Christina Brown. Really? Yeah, that's what it says, man. That's that? Bobby and Whitney's yeah. uh, daughter? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, that's terrible. Poor kid. Tragic family. Yeah. Doomed from the start. What drugs do to you, see? I don't know how she died. I'm just kidding. Oh, oh that's a shame, drugs. though. Who else? Who else? What do you got, Chris? Let's start this po- podcast off right Jeez. with death. Uh, Let's get the deaths out of the way. Let's get the deaths going right a, here. I don't know. There's a bunch of singers and... Old, old uh, sports stars. It says Wes Craven died this year. Oh, that's right, Wes Craven. A lot of nerds are very sad about that. I can imagine. He was like a horror, horror, writer, right? horror nerds. Yeah, I know that man. Little Jimmy Dickens died. Oh, Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy Dickens. Oh man. How about uh, they used to Johnny call him Cash? Little Dick died? Jimmy. Did he die this year? Johnny Cash? Yeah. Nah, I think that was a while ago. Die already, Johnny Cash? What are you waiting for? I think that was a while ago. Oh, he's already dead. Yeah. Uh-oh. Knows. I've seen a meme of him That's why I thought of it What do you got up there? It looks like uh, Dwight Eisenhower B.B. King Oh B.B. King Oh yeah that was a big one Who's yeah. gonna run the venue now In uh, Manhattan? I don't know He used to be Bobby Brown uh, He's still around Bobby Brown now Bobby Brown still Christopher Brown. Lee One more B.B. Oh wow Oh wow Bruce Lee's son <laughs> Oh my god No who's that Christopher Lee? Christopher Lee Yeah who is that? Oh, I think he was in uh, Gandalf the White Oh, get out of here. You know, oh, he's that's actor, right. The real like deep a, voice guy. Yeah. yeah a oh, the guy that played actor. Darth Vader. 
no, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, how about that for 2015? Star Wars phenomenon. Did anyone here see it yet? I didn't see it. I, I saw it. it. Is it any good? Or Did you good? see it? I haven't no. seen it yet. Oh, it's dope. Yeah, I heard it was good. awesome. Yeah, I heard. I was, it was totally I've heard awesome. people complaining about it, but it's my favorite Star Wars movie. Was that, Yoda in it or not? That's what no. people were saying, no. man. That it's it it's equivalent to the original trilogy. It's Dude, awesome. It, to me, it's my fa- it's the best of all of the Star Wars movies. Wow, it's the best one. I yeah, me and Anthony saw it. Um, uh, last week or weekend before, yeah, that, I heard mixed like reviews. I love most mostly good reviews, but I don't know. I I saw every Star Wars, but I'm not like a huge fan. You know what it is? Good. The story. People are complaining about the story is so similar to other stories, but let's be honest. There's only there's about four or five good stories in the world, and they <laughs> yeah, kind of exactly. repeat over rehash, and over yeah. and over throughout pop yeah. culture good for versus evil for centuries. Yeah, so th- I don't mind the story repeating. I could watch. I can watch. Uh, Dances with Wolves and I can watch um, Avatar and it's the same exact story yeah, exactly. and I don't give a shit they're both good movies you know it's what I mean reinterpretations yeah. of classic themes exactly mm-hmm. so uh, but visually it looked better than all of the Star Wars than anything right it looked yeah, better than so. all of them visually so well, it was so. it was very cool I heard Yoda's pissed though they didn't put him in it Yoda's mad yeah he won't mad he you know I, go I to heard though that there's gonna be all these kinds of cameos from the force in the next one like you might see Ghost Yoda or Ghost Anakin oh, and gee, wow. Ghost Yoda Ghost Yoda you know <laughs> Force Yoda I guess. you know what was they ended it in a cool way where you kind of yeah I'm not, I'm not gonna give it out but they ended it in a very cool way where you know at least a few things that are are going to happen in the next yeah episode you know what I mean right on that are exciting if you're into those movies I'm not like a huge Star Wars, Star Wars super fan but you know I'm a fan of it and my son loves it and so I knew we were going to see it pretty Maybe quickly. Maybe I'll check it out. I'll check it out. It's definitely but now that you saw out. Star Wars, I didn't see that one. What's the movie of 2015? The best movie of 2015. Ooh. Best movie of 2015. Man, it's hard to say because, you know what? I see a lot of, uh, I see so many kids' movies mm-hmm. and not a lot of, like, adult uh, movies. You know what I mean? Well, you don't you see but them I later know, on after they're out of the theaters. And- I, yeah, but I missed a lot of crucial uh, ones. You know what I mean? I'll tell you my favorite kids movie of 2015 would be Shaun the Sheep. Shaun the Sheep. My favorite kid movie, Shaun the Sheep. I thought that was a rapper. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's not like a rapper, right? Big Big Shaun. Oh, Big Shaun the Sheep. That's right. But uh, I say hands down Creed. Creed. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, so I can't comment. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I heard it's supposed to be awesome. Great movie. Great movie. And reinterpretation of the classic theme. I like that. But yeah, Creed. Creed's very good. See that? A lot of good. Uh, the one wacky thing they did, they they you know it's in Philadelphia, so they incorporated some Philadelphia slang. And the guy, the, the boxer's uh, girlfriend, she was kind of wacky. I thought she was a bad actress. Yeah, you know, bad actress. She was a flat Creed's tire. girlfriend. Yeah, but Creed himself, yo, that kid's good. He, good. he got cool. He got uh, big accolades for Fruitvale Station. Yeah, I heard about that. I never saw that. Yeah, I never seen that. I know he he got like a lot of uh, he, that that kind of made him a name, you know. Yeah. Station. Right, it's about cool. the kid that got shot in the West Coast, right by the police. Yeah, in the subway station. Cops are shooting everybody, son. Another big topic of 2015: the woman who just died in jail in prison. Yeah, said she killed herself. Right. Those people uh, all uh, got acquitted. What started this whole thing off in 2015 in a big way it was probably Ferguson, right? Brown. Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Was that Ferguson? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... But that turned out to kind of be what 
It's controversial. Uh, yeah, not a hands down, you know, case closed police murder. You know, like it was kind of like, did, did the guy go in the car? Like it's mixed reviews. You don't know. There's no footage. Meanwhile, I'm seeing footage on the internet of like blatant murder. Yeah, but it doesn't get. But you know what though? I, I think the the Michael Brown Ferguson incidents really made uh the the everybody started really paying attention to it yeah and you see it everywhere now that's you see the hands up don't shoot hands up don't shoot and and people sharing videos all over facebook of of cops yeah. shooting people well, i think ferguson had a bad rap like the the police department there they were just kind oh, of yeah. notorious for like no they had a lot of people yeah, totally a lot of crap. Being abusive that particular that was case it, man is up in the air. Yeah. But their it's reputation of police department. Right on. And another big one was the guy in Staten Island oh, that yeah, choked yeah. out. Yeah. Eric Gardner. I don't know how they got away with that one. That was crazy. Yeah, when the guy is on the table. That was just saying, on video. Me. I can't Here are breathe. guys one hundred percent alive, healthy, and then six minutes later he's dead and somebody's arms were on his throat. Yeah. It's not the guy's fault. And the one in South Carolina where the guy was running away and shot him brutal. in the back. That was open and shut, but the right thing was done. Yo, is that the, the one guy. when they caught him then? When they after they blasted him in the back, he tried to throw the taser? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, he tried rat to. bastard. Yeah. That that was open and shut. But uh So two thousand fifteen, the year of the dirty cop. Yeah, it came back. It was almost like uh like the Reginald Denning, remember that when the, that guy got beat up in his truck? Yeah, they put my truck and beat yeah. him down. Uh, the Rodney King, it was like a, a, a year, whatever year that was in the nineties. It was like a redo of that year. A lot of what was that ninety four cases. I want to what say maybe ninety four, ninety five. You know, no, it was before that. Hold on, that was ninety two. Was it? Dude, wow. I think that was ninety two. The L A riots. Wow. Yeah, it's a long time ago, man. No, it's okay. So we got you guys talk. I'm gonna Google dead celebs. I need, to, I need to confirm. That. We got police you know brutality for the dead celebs. Leonard Nimoy. Oh, Spock Leonard, himself. Speaking of Star Wars, now we could go right to Star Trek. The great Mister Spock, one of television and film's most memorable, beloved characters of all time. I have to say, yeah, Doctor S, Doctor Spock, live long and prosper. Two fingers on each side with the thumb out. In honor of this. Uh, this glorious death. I think Richie should do his famous quote of Captain Kirk from Star Star Trek uh, Wrath of Wrath of Khan. This is what Kirk said at Spock's funeral. Of all the souls I've encountered in my travels, his was the most human. Yeah. Good. Well done. That's one of Richie's favorite quotes. Well, he loves every time doing I that. see that part, I tear up. <laughs> And then they play bagpipes. Even in the future, they're playing bagpipes at funerals. Incredible. That's how strong the bagpipe is with emotion, like for mankind. Like it just brings it out of us. I always said, uh, well, not always, but you you know what? I started saying this when the movie Tommy Boy came out. Chris Farley, Tommy Boy. Yeah. Classic. (laughs) At my funeral, I want a bagpiper, just one. To play Amazing Grace on the bagpipes. Nice. When you hear Amazing Grace, you can hear it yeah. sung and it's beautiful, but sometimes it's wacky if somebody sings it. Yeah. But when you, you hear like, it on the bagpipe, oh. Yeah, you know exactly tears, what you're getting with tears that. Tears are flowing. Tears are flowing. Yeah, that's good. Well, I'm going to learn the bagpipe and then uh, I'll give you a year, then Chris will shoot you and we'll play it for you. Boom. Done. Fabulous. Give me a year to learn, though. We like bagpipes. Oh, yeah. Leonard Nimoy, dead. Creed, great movie. Police brutality. What else? What a year. Star Wars. It is a year and <laughs> what a half. What a year it's Record been. Record breaking. 
Yeah, that's how about musically? What do we got musically? Musically, it's rough. Musically, it's like in our scene, it's great. But in mainstream music, there used to be great products that came out of mainstream music. Great products that you hear on a radio or something. And you, and you could count on certain bands putting something out. At least yeah. a single or yeah, something. Yeah, that's true. You know? There was like a cycle of great rock bands or rap groups or whatever. People oh. put the, the same old groups putting out great music. And the mainstream yeah, level of, of fallen off. filth is, is incredible. Right now... It's hard to be a new band and get on the radio, even if you got like a, a heavy guitar. Mm-hmm. Like they won't even play a guitar on the radio right now. It would seem that way, right? They'll play classic rock stuff with a guitar. They'll play they'll play like ACDC with a distorted heavy guitar, but nothing new. No new band could come out with that kind of sound and get played on the radio. They there won't was, allow it. There's a lot of uh, just like folk revival. Yeah, that stuff. Stuff like yeah, uh, if you're Mumford playing like uh, yeah, of, like if you yeah, have a stuff. shovel with two strings on it, then they'll, they'll play it. Jug band, jug oh. band's very popular now. Juggle bands, yeah, they're <laughs> popular. They don't play them though. A shovel with two strings on it. Yeah. Then what if that would work? They play won't the even play a distorted guitar from a new band on, on the like you have like no shot right now. But you know what? Kids are becoming the best guitar players ever right now. Yeah. That's true. Right now, they're shredding beyond belief at 11 years old where Van Halen was when he was 30. Like, it's crazy. I what do you think that's stuff. because of? You think it's because of the tech, the guitar teaching technology? Well, because I know they have these really cool, uh, like, games basically. Yeah. There's one called Rocksmith. That helps. That and, totally helps. And the videos that you could just watch. Back in the day when Chris was a little nerd in his room and he first heard Eruption, he couldn't get a close up of Van uh, Halen's no fingers. Way. He had to sit there and listen and rewind his tape and back and forth and back and then. That's true, man. And then eventually, now you hear something and you go on YouTube and you can watch 12 different people playing the version of what that guy Giving played. you tablature, slowing yeah. it down, showing you all kinds of tricks. So it's, it's, it's come good. a long it's way, It's a man. great time to learn. Absolutely. But it's not a great time to write because the radio doesn't back you. But that doesn't mean you can't be successful because there's a lot of these groups that are rock groups that are successful without any radio play at all. Yo, even uh, how about a guy like Joe Bonamassa? That's right, man. He's, he's not. A, he's not a radio hit, but he's a guitar he, legend. He's, he's a legend already, everywhere. Man. Oh yeah, he's world. a. That, he really is the face of modern blues guitar. And who is he? Yeah, I don't you know, know. I mean, know he what might walk about. He might walk by you on the street. You don't yeah, know who like he is. I was really unassuming dude, but let me tell you what, he destroys well, the guitar, man. I was just watching this show the other day about it was like a reality show that they make fish tanks to like. Famous people, you ever see this? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. What's it called? Like under tanked, I think, or something. Tanked. Anyway, they were making it for this guitar player, and they're like, "This guy, oh, they're going to his house and all psyched. He plays guitar in this band called Six A.M. Right?" And I'm like, "Who the hell is this dude?" He's like, you know, he kind of got eyeliner on and a lot of tattoos. Then he started, he took him through a tour of his house. He's playing classical piano for him. He plays drums. He started when he was four years old, but he's a guitar guy now. So I googled the guy's worth ten million dollars. Wow. I'm like, how much is this guy worth that he's having this custom fish tank? So here's a guy, a rock guy that me, a guy in the business, never even heard of. And he's a, he's a wealthy, successful dude. So you could do it even without radio. But yeah. it's just a shame. Because if radio backed, radio can make anything big. They just choose to put out whatever, they, you know, whatever, however it works. But if you put out the crappiest band, you play it monotonously at the right times over and over, people start buying it and biting it and humming along to it. Yeah. Now, when you hear popular stuff now, it is back to the most primitive nursery rhyme type melodies you ever heard in your oh, life. It's totally pure. Like Drake, 
and these like these tones like over and over and oh, over. It's horrible. I hate to say it, but it's, it's music for it's it's music for dumb people, you know. Yeah, it's music for gullible people. Yeah, yeah. you don't music have for for you don't have to think so about simple. it. Yeah, not it's not so thinking. It gets in your head though. But we're not, we're not that dumb that we need to this this you know three year old level nursery rhyme melody. Like we could get into intricate melodies, you know. But you know what it is though. They I don't throw us those. They things don't throw it out to public, and it's really to the lowest common denominator. Yeah, and you know you know we know. I think most people would would agree that it's just it's pure by lowest common denominator music you can get unthinking and, and then you could take a band like well there's two bands in particular that I really liked a lot in the beginning and then they just changed but Coldplay and Muse right? yeah right on Coldplay and Muse started out as I wouldn't call Coldplay like a rock band but they wrote songs with guitar piano bass and, and drums you know what I mean yeah, right. down. and then eventually they just turned into this like electronic dance music type of band yeah and it's still the same dudes you know what i mean but they they They, i don't know if they they were just trying to dumbed it down but when you go to see these bands live what do they play they play all the older stuff that's what the people are coming to see but that those tracks they know they're not gonna get any radio play yeah so a band like muse a band like coldplay they need in america anyway they need radio play just to for people to know that they're playing and they put out incredible albums too. They put out yeah, uh, yeah. some some Dope really stuff. classic. And I, albums. I think you have to really draw a distinction between a performer and an artist. But in American pop and music, I think it's blurred. And I would definitely say, like the yeah. Taylor Swifts of the world and the Beyonces, they fall, in my opinion, under the category of performer. Yeah, like a clown in a circus. You know what I mean? They're not writing their own music. They're not composing it. You know, it's not. I think Taylor Swift might write her own music. She might write some of it, but it, it she's heavily produced. You she's know very I mean? heavily. It's produced. heavily produced. Totally. Yeah, it's a quite a different than if you're going to go out on a limb and you know be some creative in that in that way as art. As someone music, else as art. is steering the ship. Exactly. Regardless if they write it or not, someone else right. is definitely steering. You the You can ship. see where they have would have you know a, a super producer involved in there to tighten up a chorus or you know suggest the uh, the more uh, purist uh, puerile uh, key you know key change. They have people change. picking out their clothes yeah. and yeah, you know it's putting, it's a, you know, it's a package machine. It's, that, you know. it's a sad day for music, so it's hard to pick like great albums that came out this year. I mean, we could we could go on and on about our own scene because we you know we're experts in that field and there's a lot of good stuff that came there but in the mainstream stuff it's rough like Immortal, Immortal Technique had that one line Immortal Technique great rapper another guy you know like if he was out in a different time this guy would be famous and he's, he's doing very well too he's, he's still, doing yeah, very he well survives without the radio he should be doing way better survives without Absolutely. the radio but he said not exactly I forget exactly the line but he said it has nothing to do it has nothing to do with luck if you, if you sell a million albums, it has nothing to do with luck. It just means a million people are, are stupid as fuck. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, we like that one. He, I think you said talent or luck. If, if you sell a million records, it's nothing to do with talent. Yeah, I mean, there's some underground hip-hop dudes that the are best just ever. Are, are incredible, and then they get zero play. Yeah, and, and get, not that you just have to be super skilled, because even back in the day, there was, you know, I mean, you needed elements of everything, but... Back in the day, we had to be able to know that you could, you could. You know, bring I think it. you could say the same thing. You could have your dumbed down, fun song and be Nas, but we also know Nas could bring it and crush you at any time. You know, I think it's the same thing. Like we were yeah. saying with guitar players, that now yeah. there's, you know, if you learn an instrument, drums, bass, it's now is the time. Now the rap is the same way. Yeah, their beats are way more intricate. You have guys coming out with really great, well produced, thought out music, and you know, uh, 
rhyming skills that are just yeah. incredible. Like it's 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 not even a joke. Yeah. You know? Socially pointed kind of things coming through. Like you know, Pennsylvania's you know, own Vinny Paz. Mm, Vinny Paz. Vinny Paz. So he's got a he's got a new podcast, by the way. Get out of here. Called the Broad Street Breakdown. Oh. It's a good podcast. Yeah. Let's get on. You know, up, so Pete? I would consider up, man? I guess you could say I would give that a listen. If you had to do it, you could consider the Drakes of the world. The fake Drake. And you can just consider suckers. them. Hey, listen, this uh, again. It's, it's for the ma- it's mass consumption. It's very puerile, and you can consider them to be performers. Named after a cake. Certainly not a certainly <laughs> not an artist. Cake. I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out a young rapper from Pennsylvania that's great. He has a modern sound, old school skills, top notch level. Kwame Katana. So, yeah. from York, right? York, York Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. So if you go YouTube. He has a video for every song, nicely produced, nice budget, you know, a video for almost every song he put out. Kwame, K-W-A-M-E, Katana, starts with a K, I don't know how to spell it. K-A-T-A-N-A. That's right, Kwame Katana. Yeah, he got skill, man. He has a song called Anyway, I think it's just called Anyway, checked it out, the chorus in that song, and thank me later. Hey, let's talk about Stitches, the the rise and fall of Stitches. Uh, I don't know if he's popular. That a lot of people know who he is. But I have no idea because rapper. I never heard of him until you know a, a month or two ago. Yeah, and uh, yeah, this crazy rapper talk, who's got his face all tattooed up. He kind of looks like a like he might be like a Maori or something. I don't know, like like Maori, a Polynesian. Oh, they say he's Greek and Cuban. That's Greek what, and that's Cuban. What he says he is. He's, well, he's a big dude. He's a, he's a Looks a, like a big guy. Pretty tall guy, pretty big muscular dude. I, I heard of him way back. He got popular on a song called Brick in Yo Face, where he talks about throwing bricks of cocaine at people, I guess. I don't <laughs> But he made a video, and the video was crazy. And yeah, he had some crazy videos. Yeah, yeah. and he had a crazy look, real juvenile, infantile raps, but like at high caliber, screaming, shouting level, throwing around guns. And, and really well produced videos good looking too. Videos, Great looking yeah. videos. But that got real popular. Then he did a tour on it. And I know some of my friends saw him in Philly. And uh then he kind of died out for a while, put some other stuff out. But then he came and he had beef with somebody. Then the beef turned into a beef with the game. And from there, yeah, it's been popping off lately. If you're bored, YouTube all the beef stitches. I thought it was funny because game beef. it's another well. You have you had a, an unknown artist basically stitches yeah unknown but to unknown level where he had millions of views on all of his videos yeah unknown so, yeah. but with a very uh, prosperous career it, it seems you know what I mean like he's he's got you know he's doing big tours and seems like he's making money yeah and then he's beefing with a guy who's very well known mm-hmm. the game and uh, you know he obviously he lost the beef if you look into it you'll, still going you'll see it's still, still oh yeah what's the point? Point? they agreed he agreed the latest him. thing was they the game said okay I'll fight you in a ring nice. but first you got to get past my white boy that's what he said so he wants him to, <laughs> him to fight his <laughs> white boy who's undercard his, who's his white boy I don't know he mentioned the guy's name nobody I heard of but Stitches is like I just want to fight you like do you have you know first your manager hit me. Now you know I want to fight you, nobody else. So we'll see what happens. I mean, it's ridiculous what's going on. It's fun to watch, though. It's very fun. When to Stitches watch, yeah. approached him, went to a show when the guy played Miami, was trolling the whole show, putting up stuff on the, on the internet. I'm outside, come out, I'm gonna beat your ass, blah 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 blah. Eventually, he stepped to the game. Some people say he only stepped to the game because cops were all over the place. So he came hard at the game. Before he got to the game, a manager called Whack. Games manager called Whack, which has high level street cred. 
he snuffed Stitches, dropped him, boom, that's on video. Then the next day, you got Stitches getting jumped by what he calls his own people that were paid off by the game, and that was on video. But Stitches still won't shut up. He still won't keep quiet. He's a maniac. <laughs> and yeah. then he could probably, he's probably a punk. And maybe he did step because the cops were there. That's a good idea. But he's still not shutting up. Yeah. And he might be one of them kind of guys that not that they're tough for it, but you just got to kill him in the end of the day. They're kind of crazy. Yeah. He's like, got that. How you stop it? But the game is huge. Yeah. Why don't the game just step in the ring with this, this clown? He'd probably smoke him. Mm-hmm. And he, called the, he, he called out Maybe the he game about for the game's former career as a stripper, a male stripper. <laughs> a lot of people didn't realize that's kind of funny. I saw some funny shit on Instagram. The game puts up, like, he's always putting up, like, male stripper pictures. Is he? Yeah, Instagram. yeah, yeah. Just like, <laughs> just wearing, like, <laughs> tight underwear with, like, just the outline a banana of his, hammock. Yeah, he got, like, the outline of his dick, like, hanging off to the side. <laughs> crazy, wearing crazy. Uh, Yo, another big hip hop beef in 2015. Action Bronson and Ghostface Killer. Oh, yeah. That was ridiculous. But that ended up real quick. Action Bronson shut his mouth. I was so bummed. I liked Action Bronson. I like, still like Action Bronson. Yeah, but come yeah. on, man. Why you just like let the guy clown <laughs> you like that? All you got to say if you're Action Bronson, all you got to say is, oh, you know, my bad. I didn't mean it like that, uh, Ghostface. My bad. And then that's what he did. Now, Ghostface came back real hard, talking about shooting him. I got shooters in every city, blah, blah, blah. And then... Action Bronson apologizes again and then just stops talking about it. All you got to do is call him out. Dare him to shoot you. See what happens. He ain't going to shoot nobody. Hell, he's now 50 years old, uh, Ghostface. And he's talking about shooting people on, on the internet. And maybe maybe he will, but he won't shoot you. And once you call him out and you say, listen, all my tour dates are up. Send one of your dudes out. See what happens. If he said that, he won. Yeah, because if he does it, it's yeah. You, know, you win after saying that. He's already incriminated. Unless you get smoked out, but you're not even alive to see <laughs> yeah, the loss. That, that might be. It might be a loser. Action Bronson. I think you need a new manager. Call mm-hmm. Richie. Call me. I'm gonna tell you how to be a man. Oh, you I, might get shot in the process, but it's all right. You gotta shave that silly beard. You, <laughs> you look like ISIS. You might get shot. Yeah, you might get shot. It might but end out. Which is a good rapper shot, too, though. So, but okay. you never know. So there's a little re- recap of. Uh, Rapper beefs in 2015. Beef. Not to mention Drake and Meek Mills, and unfortunately, Meek Mills, the PA Philly guy, took a loss on that. I don't know how. How the fuck? Oh, Jesus. Now just he's going to get locked up. I heard. Sad day. Yeah, come on. Just go to the club where Meek is, or where, where Drake is. Hit him in the head with a champagne bottle. Take the six months in jail. You come out like Let's a call king. call it a day. You come out wearing a crown after that bid. All right, what's next? Oh, uh, what do we got? What do we got? How about personal stuff? You got any personal triumphs, tragedies, Chris? That, it's, it's been a, a pretty just run-of-the-mill kind of solid year. Hmm. I think I had a... Uh, I, I was very proud of the, our new record. No, Chris didn't even mention it. Hmm. I'm, I'm really... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I didn't, did I? <laughs> we're, we're, we're preparing to write a new record already, but uh, we, we put a... Uh, Put our record out in June. Came out this and, year, uh, and it was our first record, probably with a two little two year span, maybe even longer. It was about three years, I think. Three years so. span. So, but I was really happy with that. It was fun to make. Very satisfying once that came out. That was probably the you know one of the highest. It's kind of like we got all the ingredients up on the counter. We turned the lights on. We played the little music in the background. We're all throwing stuff into the pot. We're mixing it, adding some salt, pep, put it in the oven. We waited patiently. We took it out. And we took a little bite, and we grinned. We were happy. 
You yeah, understand? We made something nice. Sometimes <laughs> you take true. it out of the oven and then you like, like take it out. Oh, put it back shit. in the oven. And then you or call throw it in the trash. You offer it to somebody else. You know, yeah. start again. Nah, we were happy with our product. Very happy with that product. So we have some cool things happening in 2016. Um, as far as recording new music, it's a Very lot of true. cool stuff that we're to look forward to. At least what? Uh, at least one seven inch, right? Well, we recorded a song for a compilation seven inch that'll come out. Unreleased tracks by Terror and um, No Warning, some other bands, but. That won't be out this in 2015. It's over now. It's the last day. No, I'm talking about it coming up in 2015. We're mere, we're mere minutes away, Joe. Things, things mere minutes away. To we should have that 7-inch come out along with another split 7-inch with one of our favorite bands. Can't say anything yet. Though, I, right? we, I don't know if we can or we can't, but I don't want to until we're actually in the studio. Right, yeah. But this would be fun. That's and understandable. Then, That's understandable. And hopefully a full length. Also, in 2016, we'll mark the 10-year anniversary of... Our Die Young release, which is really our first release. That was when people really paid attention to Wisdom well, and Chains. We had, so. a, we had another thing that we did for fun with a friend from Europe called Wisdom and Chains. And when then that was, you know, after we did that just to record for fun, it wasn't a real band. It was a whole different lineup. And when me and Joe, we've been in a lot of bands together, our old band, Mushmouth, also known as Out to Win, broke up. We said, what are we going to do? Joe said, hey, let's play some of those Wisdom and Chain songs. So that's how the name carried along, but it became a new band. And the first release from this band is really Die Young. And that'll be a 10-year anniversary, so we're going to repress, uh, well, we're going to release a limited 12-inch for it. Boom. Nice. There you go. And, uh, yeah. That's 2016. So 2016, we got a lot of stuff to look forward to, and it kind of was set in motion by... By the God Rhythm in 2015. The GR, so, baby. Thanks to everyone who bought that and supported the record. We appreciate it. Uh, hopefully, some of you guys come out when we are on tour in Europe uh, in January. Uh, the Persistence Tour. Persistence Tour, yes. Which is coming up in a few weeks. With a lot of other bands have new releases out. In 2015 release from H2O. H2O, great new record. Yeah, from right. Terror. Terror, great new record. Ignite, great new record. Did, Twitching is, Tongues. Is Ignite out yet? Uh, you know what? I don't know if it's... There's a single out, isn't there? They put, single they is put out. at least two songs out, but I don't know if their album's out. Okay, so the, it could the, be though. I could be wrong. I'm Twitching sure it's going to be out before the uh, before the tour happens. Yeah. So. But, but yeah, Twitching Tongues, great new album release from Twitching Tongues. So there's three. Iron Reagan, not too sure if they have a new one out, but they might. They're also on that tour. But it's uh yeah, it was an exciting year for hardcore man. A lot of lot of good stuff. Like you know what? Regardless of what's happening in the mainstream, hardcore music is thriving right now. It's yes. thriving. Hardcore is the foundation, you have to understand, of all music. Hmm. Now you're saying, that's crazy. Hmm. That's crazy that you say that. Hmm. I'm saying all music that involves guitars and you know instruments. Why do you say that, Rich? Because what has become popular over time always brought aspects from hardcore, always brought influence and even mentioned influence from hardcore whether it's a band like metallica that becomes huge and then goes back and says their influences were this that this that chromags this that whether it's a band like foo fighters or even nirvana when that got and they go back and they say their influence was black flag and, and this it's always that they're oh but hardcore remains and people build a big building on top of that foundation then they plow it they destroy it and then they build another building on top of that foundation, and then they destroy that, and then another. And but that foundation is always there. That's it's deep. always setting the tone. That's deep, Richie. Even when it comes to something simple as 
what's really popular right now in mainstream music? Oh, I don't know. Tattoos. Tattoos, there you go. All right, you could find a couple bands back in the day. Tattoos and the look that came and developed within the hardcore scene. Eventually, hip-hop would grab on and gravitate towards that look. Rock and roll, glam rock. These glam rockers were tattooed back up in the day when when you got a guy like Roger from AF walking around with a huge chest. They weren't. It just didn't happen. But It was rare. It was very, very rare, rare. But it wasn't rare in hardcore. I, we were in a band, Mushmouth, where those dudes we were in a band were tattooed head to toe back in the day, but nobody had tattoos. And that was like, you know, a, a band that didn't even get any real tours or major play, but tattoos were always big in hardcore. Now you got tattoo artists that became stars and these guys are from the hardcore scene and they got tv shows and they're on tv and they're covering up your gay tattoo with some other shit (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying all of those dudes they they became stars yeah that's all from hardcore the the look the sound and the the keeping it real type of thing it's it's all from hardcore it's the foundation so it's not going anywhere yeah, some elements. Are, so I mean, the hip, hip, the hipster movement is co-opted quite a bit. Totally, the, out the, of hardcore, the, the, right the, out of it. The earliest pioneers of the hipster movement were dudes that came from hardcore. The earliest, at least in the the, the fashion, you know, the fashionably all the, of it. The, the earliest it. pioneers from the vegan movement they came from <laughs> from hardcore. It's true. The early like the guys who are opening vegan restaurants that you know that Ben A. Flack is coming in and spending hundred dollars at that was a guy that used to be you know used to go to a bulldoze show like it's just it's crazy how things work but that's how it works we get no credit but we don't ask we don't need credit we don't ask and we don't tell we pat our own backs you know well, why would I even talk Yo, you about know that what's though? funny I mean, man what brought know. up that I don't know something must have been it was up. a bit of a you know it was a bit of a tirade but it was good well placed tangent yeah. Uh, I thought of a funny story, a funny uh, New Year's story. What happened? From this is totally changing the subject, but remember two thousand when everyone was talking about Y two K when yes, the clocks yes, changed, you know, course. everything's gonna crash. <laughs> you know what I mean? The end of the world. So we had a big party planned up at our friend Carl Weinbrecht's house. Yeah, that was we had fun. a huge party planned. Everybody was there. You know what I mean? We're gonna party, son. and we had a little tradition where after New Year's we would go out and shoot guns into the air and where Carl lived was kind of like a it was like it was a a development in the woods but there was a lot of shady people that lived in this development it was a ghetto in the middle of the woods (laughs) yeah it was like if you if you took (laughs) projects and put it in the woods in in real nice rustic looking uh, setting and nice houses and things like that but um Pocono Country Place for those who don't know yeah so uh so that that was the tradition is after you know as soon as the the ball drops we go outside and shoot squeeze guns a few off into the it's air. gonna be like an ISIS wedding at twelve o'clock baby really yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean Jesus right so I thought in my head I'm like oh man this is crazy Y2K I'm gonna prank everybody yeah and I went into Carl's garage about a minute before the ball dropped I went into Carl's garage and went to the fuse box. <laughs> And I said, "When I'm going to listen for them counting, and when they start counting, when it gets to zero, I'm flicking the power. I'm going to flick the circuits off, okay? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Come now, on. the smart thing to do would have been to just grab the main breaker and shut the entire power off to the whole house. But then I, I was thinking, ah, that would be rude, because then they're going to have to reset all the clocks and everything, you know what I mean? So I said, I'm just going to shut the power off to 
you know, the, the living room, a couple of key rooms just to bug people out, you know? So I'm listening to them counting and it's, you know, five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year. Click. I flip the breaker. I shut the power off in the garage where I was standing. You lock yourself in? Everybody, everyone in the house is celebrating and cheering, <laughs> hugging and kissing. I'm Joe. tripping over Carl's motorcycle and basketballs trying to find my way back oh, to the house. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Bit of a bummer. I ruined the whole prank. Retard. But then we did shoot guns and it was all better. Shoot in the air, baby. I can't wait. It's getting close, man. It's getting close to that time. Yeah, yeah. I hear the Sorry people about the noise, us. everybody. Sorry about the noise. People are getting a little noisy. Celebrities back everywhere. We're just trying to, you know, do our thing over here. Everybody wants to get get, get out of here, buddy. We played a show with Burn a couple weeks ago in the city, boys. You want to talk about that? That was a good show. It was that a lot was of fun. fun. Yeah, it was a that lot was of fun. fun. The crowd was dead though. Dead crowd. Yeah, you know. It's uh Come on, wake up crowd. It's difficult sometimes playing a show in the daylight hours. Yeah. It was a matinee and it was it was Sunday and even me, I was thinking the whole time, I gotta go to work. That's all I was thinking about. Yeah. I was like, Wow yeah. man, I have to drive home and then come right back here to the city. Yeah, and that kinda of sucks. But uh It was fun though. That was cool, man. It's nice spending time in New York when you're not working though. Great city. Too expensive though, taken over by like, you know, just like interest by, by financial interest it's gonna be a city like you know you used to be sp- split up by like oh this is the lower east side this is chelsea this is this pretty soon it's gonna be uh oh this is yahoo this is google this is you know computer chip x yeah but they're not taking over chinatown eventually they'll never take over chinatown what they said about little italy what happened the chinese took it over chinatown's always been there it's always gonna be there yeah well it might you don't know Chinatowns are deep. thriving, uh, always thriving, man. You know why they got the every city because they got the bootleg products. Everybody goes down there to visit. You want a fake product? You go to Chinatown. And you want the f- you want some some uh, greasy greasy duck food? Yeah, greasy ducks. They have it. Even Chris, I seen Chris creeping around. So where are you going? He's buying fake boner medicine. Come on, Chris. Rhino ground up rhino yeah, horn. Yeah, yeah. And got, I said, Chris, rhinos sp- are in danger. What are you doing? I said, listen, I need that to put lead in my pen, my proverbial pencil. I said, I don't know if that stuff works right. Later on, I seen his arm sticking straight out. I said, see, just put lead in your perverted stuff. pencil. It was the wrong thing. It got hard. <laughs> ridiculous. Chinatown, though, baby. New York City, Burn. Yeah, we had a lot of great shows this year. A lot. What was we your favorite one? Lucky. I don't know. I can't. Cause I I'll tell you my memory. favorite one. What? Breakfast in Belgium. Oh, very oh, that good. was awesome, very man. Good. That, that was, was my favorite show. Of the very year. good, strong show, but it wasn't strong beginning to end. We worked no. hard. We worked hard. On That's it. why it was my favorite. This is hard. Because I felt like mine. I felt like uh, like we had to earn it. You know what I mean? Yeah. We just went over to Europe for one weekend, based around this uh, one festival. We had a really cool festival in Czech Republic, but uh, it was really a good show, man. Because Breakfast, who was there? It was like nasty. I mean, as far as like the main bands, they were like oh, not, on the like, main stage. The only one I recognized was Tori Amos. Yeah, it's like bands like that, like real mellow stuff. So we, uh, you know, we had to earn our keep. We got to pull people in that room and keep them there, baby. I'll tell you what, though, I think my favorite show was uh, Brutal Assault. We played in Czech Republic. That was awesome. That was a good one. That was a good yeah, one I, yeah. for, for Europe. I think that, that was that good. Takes cake and then we we had to fight against a metalhead crowd to earn our respect. Death metal crowd, actually. That was, All right. Yeah. They said, "Oh, who are these short hairs with shaved heads? They can't play." And Chris blazed right in front of him and said, "What?" And they saw fire coming out of his fingers and they bowed <laughs> down. Yeah. They wouldn't look Get him in the eye. Here. They wouldn't look him in the eye. They after were looking that. at his proverbial pencil. That's <laughs> what they were looking at. 
No, that was After good. That show. That was. Yo, good. you know what was funny about that show was uh, right before we played, and, and I'm talking about like five minutes before we played. They had to, they had to sign up for a a uh, like an autograph. Session, oh yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, anybody who knows us, that's a ridiculous thing. An autograph session for Wisdom and Change is yeah. completely. Well, you, yeah. should, you should fish do it. out of so, water. For, for, for perspective of people that are interested, you should do it. I know, course, and, yeah. and and we did, and yeah. it we, just feels ridiculous because, yeah. you know, I don't think anyone's going to line up to get my autograph. Or yeah. get a picture with me. Like I, I'll take pictures with people, but not like usually they think you're Uncle Phil. They waiting. Don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I'm a yeah. big fan. Oh, throw me on the steps, you know. <laughs> and uh so so we did it and uh there was actually a line of people yeah. that were there from and most of them were from Russia. Yeah, we gotta go to Russia. Most of them were from Russia. Got and, they, Russia. and they they had, you know, records and posters and things like yeah, that. That's awesome for, for us to sign. That was a that was a cool thing. And then when, right when we started playing, it was uh, nothing but metalheads in this place you know what I mean except for the front row like right up against the barricade when we played it was some all hardcore kids, it yeah. was like everyone that was standing in line to get to, to, to meet us you yeah. know what I mean and they helped us win the rest of the crowd over yeah they did man by singing along and having fun and showing the people it's, it's okay to like these guys even though they don't have long hair it's okay it was cool, man. That was a fun show. It was a fun show, definitely. This is hardcore. Was fun. This is to, hardcore. We got to oh, play yeah. with the Wu Tang Clan. That, that was, was cool. That was cool. A different experience. Stone. Another show with Body Count too. That was a our good first one. Yeah. arena. Yo, so. I'll say that this year, this is hardcore was our best. This is hardcore set that we ever played. As far as reaction, as far as crowd react, as far as every everything, all every aspect. Yeah, that was my favorite. Right. This is hardcore. I think you're right. Yeah, and, it was uh, a lot of fun. Huge shout out to Joe for uh, for putting that on year after year. And I know he goes through a lot, and it's huge headaches putting putting this thing on, especially when you obsess over it the way he does. Yeah, you got to take medicine. But he uh, he killed it this year, and I'm sure he's going to do it. Uh, 2016 is going to be crazy. Good too. job, man. Because you know we deal with a little bit of stuff like that, and it's a pain in the butt. It's like <sighs> to do that without a huge financial reward. It's got to be the love. Yeah. So respect to the love, baby. Respect to that love. So that's a year yeah. in music. Yeah, that's a year Very in music nice. for sure. Very nice. Very good year in music. Got, baby? How about the year in politics? Mm. Especially now toward the end of the year. Really yeah, it's getting, it's getting crazy. Your boy Donald Trump seems... We got to be careful not to overlap. Unstoppable. With the last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to hurt people's feelings. But... uh he seems unstoppable. Whatever he says is justified by his fanatical uh, back. Uh, Hillary uh, seems like she could do no wrong to her people. Hillary's like the real mainstream, old school, typical politician that everybody claims to hate but still has a big following somehow. But she's a woman, you know. So just being a woman makes people. She's the nickelback of gives politics. Gives people the illusion I would say that so. it's different. She's, she's the different. old guard. She's the old guard for sure. Yeah. Obama black. He's not different. Hillary's a woman. She's not different. These are your main things with a little costume. Unzip that and you're going to find a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Come on. All right. Maybe not a lizard. I was thinking you were going to say a wolf. Yeah. A lizard. Yeah. Lizard. Uh-huh. No, but they're like uh-huh. the mainstream thing. Then you got Bernie Mac, Colonel Deion Sanders, who we love. We like that guy. He tells it like it is. We, I can't agree with everything he says, but he's very honest. The other day I seen him, they said, uh, a journalist said, hey, you said uh, it's expensive to be poor. Could you explain? The way he explained that was awesome. If you ever bored Google, 
Bernie Mac. No, wait, Bernie uh, Sanders explains. <laughs> Bernie, Bernie, Bernie Sanders. Colonel Mac. Bernie Sanders. Mac, Colonel Deion Bernie Sanders. Bernie Mac, that's going to be a different video yeah. explaining why he's poor. That's, that's a Bernie Sanders explains how it's expensive to be poor, and it, it it's not, then you get an idea. And he grew up. He grew up a poor-ass little Jewish kid in Brooklyn. Immigrant parents. You know what I mean? That's the kind of person I can relate to. What do you not think this about? Born rich, spoon fed guy, Donald Trump, trying to tell me he made it on his own. Like, and, but the like middle class people are backing this guy. This With guy a has small loan for him to say small that he made loan it for a million dollars. Yeah, he yeah, started off small loan small, for a million dollars. and many bailouts from his father and governments. But yeah, the loan for a million. How could he even uh, like attempt that? And why would anyone buy face? it? Yeah. Why would anyone even buy it when it, it's right there? Like. But Joe, not only are people buying it, but the people that are buying it are middle class, hardworking men. Who should not buy that bullshit. And they should, yeah, they say, they buy should that spit shit. in his face when they say he knows nothing about getting up and going to work. It, he, he knows nothing about the fear of electricity going out it's not even, or cable the night before Game of Thrones is on. Yo, it's <laughs> not even that. It's like he's the dude who's responsible for, you, you know, his type is union busting. He's the one who wants to shrink the middle class. He's the guy who wants to outsource. It's like you're supporting the, you know, your worst enemy. You're, you're popping up. Devil. I have. I'm good friends with an electrician, who uh, his company got stiffed by Donald Trump. Well, I'm not surprised. In you know Atlantic what I mean? City, building a casino. His company yes. got stiffed, and the company went under. Many That's companies right. throughout that area: New Jersey, New York, Philly companies, South Jersey companies, because he did a lot of work in, uh, in uh, Atlantic City. So a lot of Philly companies out there, New York City. But he intentionally did this. He gives you the contract. He tells, this is going to be the biggest contract you ever. You know, he pipes you up. Like you're lucky to yeah. be working for Donald and Trump. And so you, you're telling your workers, we got to get in this. And even some of your workers are probably even giving you a little common sense. But did you get like a, an advance or something? No, no, we just got to get started. And you see it on small level all the time with builders from around here mm-hmm. that are just so happy to have the work. They go in there. They do 75% of the work. Then they come and they ask the King Donald, oh, well, 75%, we need this. And he gets rid of you. He never pays you nothing. And then he brings the next crop to finish your 25%. He pays them, you know, probably 25% worth of the work. And that's how his success story. But people like this guy. His success story is on your back. You piece of crap, you dummy. How about you that Simpsons clip? There's like a, a clip just showed from you the that Simpsons. Today, yeah, right? It's crazy. There's a clip from <laughs> The Simpsons from, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago? Yeah. It's old. I only showed you because on the television, they keep on showing that clip like now. like It's like stock footage of Donald Trump. Yeah. There's a, there's a clip of uh, Donald Trump running for president on The Simpsons way before he announced he was going to run for president. And there's a scene of him going down the elevator waving an to the escalator. crowds an escalator yeah waving to the crowds and then there's a, cl- a clip that keeps repeating on the news that is identical like his hand movements are identical there's a, a girl in the background who drops a sign just like someone in the crowd uh, in the Simpsons episode. why in the it's, Simpsons clip would they draw a girl dropping a sign that you would never notice it's the most bizarre thing ever it's completely bizarre wow. the only thing I could think is like imagine it's not really a Simpsons yeah, clip if, if it's ever just new somebody's yeah. like trolling but maybe but I don't think it, I don't think so I know there was an episode where Donald Trump ran for president yeah. I know that's real so but yeah I don't know unless maybe you know we're just there's getting some, uh, there's some devil juice going over here, here. Baby. Maybe devil getting, shit <laughs> I don't know I don't know what's going on in this world. I got one friend that's in my ear talking about reptilians and 
the the hollow earth theory. I can't take it. Can't take it anymore. Yeah. I thought I was. I thought I had all that out of my system. Yeah, everyone. Well, it's interesting. <laughs> it's worth it, you know. But you don't want to dive too deep into the conspiracy. It's a dark, long hole you may never come out of. Oh, it's many dangerous. people go crazy. It's, it's a maze. It's a maze, man. It's a maze. Oh, another big thing. Two thousand five. The church shooting. Yeah. The kids shot up all the black people. Hey, went in. Yeah. Mm. yeah ISIS. That was a- ISIS is the new boogeyman for two thousand five. Fifteen. I mean. Right? Yeah. ISIS is our new. Uh, Al-Qaeda, our new Taliban, our new Bin Laden, our new Cold uh, Cold War. How much of Al-Qaeda, Bin Laden, uh, you know, uh, the Taliban, how much of that carried over into ISIS? I think I'm sure there's definitely remnants of that. I think there's a good overlap, exists. man. Taliban, Al-Qaeda still exists. Yeah. So is it a rival group beef. to ISIS? They beef on some issues. They beef. Yeah. Yeah. They beef with other terrorist organizations. Because wow. they got a little different, like, it's kind of like, you know, if you never heard of the Bloods or the Crips, you would imagine, oh, they should just get along, shouldn't they? Yeah. No. That's how I like that. Yeah. All right. No, you know what I'm saying? No offense to any Bloods or Crips. I don't want to start Guys, I think, I think no the, offense to ISIS or Taliban either. No, we don't want no, no trouble, we don't want no trouble with them. <laughs> I think the ball is getting get a, is coming down soon. Oh, it's coming soon? That's the count, man. We got the count, 10 count down. I think we got uh, maybe five minutes, I think. Right, it's coming soon. Okay. So uh, let's end strong. Let's finish strong. We're going to sing Old Anxiety in or, uh, with the whole crowd? I got to Google the words real quick. Yeah, I don't even know. How, is that the name of Old Lang Zai? Like what? Old Lang Sign, I think. S Y N. Like, what's that mean? Mm-hmm. I mean? There's a lot of drunk people coming in the equipment. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot oh, of drunk people. Yeah, watch out. It's loud and it's obnoxious here. Hey, what's up, buddy? We're fighting people off. Hey, how you doing, man? Nice, nice. Listen, obviously, this, this <laughs> podcast right, is going to get cut short. You can see it a mile away. All right, see you, man. Dude, Just I don't the know who these fucking joke. people are. Get crazy. Yo, you know, why do drunk people always just want to get in your face and they talk like, shit? Yeah, they like to talk. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Dude, what Jesus the fuck, Christ, man? man. You, know, not, you, you knock Chris off the chair and you knock your head crap. off, buddy. You almost took the whole Dude, quarter out. Oh, fucking... All right. He's probably an Irishman, you prick. Let's hurry up. Oh, my God. This is getting nuts. Drunken prick. I can't even concentrate. We were just hey, talking listen about everybody. We, we thank you for the year we had. We're very slow putting these out. We're going to speed it up, though, in the future. And uh, this is the last one for 2015. You're probably going to hear it on the day after, 2016. So have a fun 2016. Be safe. Be safe. If you hear this the day of, just be safe. Don't yeah. do nothing crazy tonight. Please don't. Uh, thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hold on, Chris. Hold him off one second there, Chris. Jesus Christ. Hold him off one second, Chris. One second, Chris. Get the guy out of here. Big shout out to Fast Break Records. Big shout out to uh, everyone at Sour Street Grill. Everyone that supports the podcast. Everyone that's been uh, supporting us. Big shout out to the Smoking Word Podcast. Oil Rock. Make sure you listen to that. Uh, We'll talk to you guys soon and uh, have a great time. Cut it out, Yo, what the fuck? Yo.